After defunding the police, Minneapolis needs to refund the police because crime rate has skyrocketed. House Republicans demand answers from Pelosi on security decision leading up to the Capitol riot, and Ted Cruz absolutely destroys Disney. I watch all the leftists come out and defend the billionaire mega corporation Disney. But before we get into this, please drop the video a like, subscribe, notifications on every single day, and possibly going to be random ads playing throughout this content to help fund and support the show. Please bear with me. Let's get into this. So much for defund the police. Minneapolis is to spend $6.4 million recruiting more officers following a sharp rise in crime. And up to 200 cops quit after the George Floyd riots and $8 million in budget cuts. That is right, defunding the police has completely backfired on the left that runs the city and I guess the people of the city. But who could, who could have possibly have seen something like that coming? So Minneapolis City Council voted unanimously on Friday to approve $6.4 million in additional funding that the police department requested. According to Minneapolis Police Department, there was only 638 officers available to work, which is roughly 200 fewer than usual. An unprecedented number of officers quit or went on extended medical leave after the death of George Floyd on May 25, 2020 and the unrest that followed. Funding was approved despite some city council members and activist groups advocating to replace the, the police department following George Floyd's death. Now, uh, that the left does not know how to run a city. They don't even know how to put a police department together. And this is what we were. This is what Democrat cities are left with. Minneapolis is planning on spending 6.4 million to hire dozens of police officers at the time when the city council members and activist groups have been advocating to replace the police department following the death of Floyd uh, of George Floyd. The city council voted unanimously Friday. According, okay. Um, Pretty much just repeating the same thing. And here's some pictures, obviously, of what was going on with the, with the rioting. Now, who? I have a question. Now, this is gonna. This could be a problem. Now, who were the officers that quit? And I'm assuming a lot of the officers that quit probably had a, a, a very passionate dedication to the job, something that they felt like they couldn't deal with. So, you, well, a lot of the you know pe people who are good people, a lot of good people have abandoned doing that type of job and it's going to suck now because between you know the lockdowns and people losing their uh, their jobs and their businesses you might get some bad people trying to enter the police department now just for a check and this has definitely lowered the overall health of the of the police department and probably has increased the chances of more accidents happening in the future between one, the defunding, between two, losing so many officers, and now three, potentially gaining new police officers that, well, first off, they're going to be new. So they're more prone for accidents when they're new. They're not experienced. You're losing the experienced veterans to the job. And now you're getting new people who are automatically more prone to mistakes. And two, they may not have as much of a passion for the job, and they're probably most, most of them, those are the ones that are probably going to be doing it for the paycheck. You would want a police officer that's not doing it for the paycheck. You want an officer that has a passion to actually save and protect the community. So the overall health of the police department is, is only getting progressively worse and worse and worse. And that's, you know, thanks to the Democrats. The Democrats, whenever there's a problem, they just make the problem worse by trying to fix the problem. And the best, the best solution to any problem is not have the Democrats try to fix it.
House Republicans demand answers from Pelosi on security decisions leading up to the Capitol riots. Republicans say there are many important questions about Pelosi's responsibility for the security. So let's read what exactly is said. Republicans have written a letter to Pelosi demanding answers on why she denied the request to activate the National Guard ahead of the January 6th uh, and why it took her over an hour while the attack was ongoing to approve the request to authorize the National Guard. Now, the left has, we got to think, the Democrats have come out there and saying there's, there has been reports, there has been reports, they don't say evidence, there's been reports that, um, that this was going to happen coming up to, the, to January 6th. Now, if it was so clear, if it was so apparent that Trump was going to incite a riot and have his supporters raid the Capitol building, if that was so apparent in the lead-up, then they would have had the National Guard in place. They would have had enough officers in place ahead of time to protect the Capitol, or they would not even have held it at the Capitol knowing what was going to happen. So it's either they knew what was going to happen, and they purposely withheld to allow it to happen, or they actually did have no clue any of this was going to happen, or they had no clue it was going to happen and then withheld so more bad stuff would happen. There's there's a bunch of possibilities. So let's read. Dear Speaker Pelosi, the American people deserve answers to uh, a few straightforward questions regarding the security of the Capitol on January 6th, when then-Chief Sund made a request For the National Guard's support on January 4th, why was that request denied? Did Sergeant-at-Arms Paul Irvine get permission or instruction from your staff uh, on January 6th prior to denying Chief Sun's request for the National Guard? What conversations and what guidance did you and your staff give the Sergeant-at-Arms leading to January 6th specific to the security posture? Sorry, got a burp coming of the campus. What conversation did you have during the attack on the Capitol? And what response did you give security officials on January 6th when Chief Sund requested National Guard support that required your approval? Why are your houses, why is your house officers refusing to comply with preservation and production requests to turn over request material relevant to the events of January 6th. Five weeks have passed since January 6th attack on the Capitol, and many important questions about your responsibility for the security of the Capitol remain unanswered. As you are aware, the Speaker of the House is not only the leader of the majority of the party, but also has enormous institutional responsibilities. The Speaker is responsible for all operation decisions made within the House. We have observed the two years this very heavily, heavy-handed and tightly controlled approach to the House operations that has been uh, exerted, from, uh, exerted by you, your staff, and, and an army of appointed House officials. In the wake of the attack, there were many calls from members on both sides of the aisle to conduct a full bipartisan, bipartisan uh, review. Republicans have produced a bill to establish a structure for the review. Identify failures and ensure the Capitol is never violently breached again. Instead of working together, you have decided unilaterally to fire the Sergeant of Arms, Paul Irvine. Demand the resignation from the Chief of the Capitol Police, Police, uh, Steve Sund, and appoint retired General Russell Honor to lead a security review. These decisions were made in a partisan manner without any 
consultation of House Republicans and therefore raises questions about the political motivations of your decision. Now, that's true. You know, the, the Democrats, they talk about how we want this, we want this, we want bipartisanship, we want investigation, we want our view. We're like, okay, we'll give it to you. We'll review this, that, and the other thing. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 not, not that, not that. Let's see. This is page two. It has been widely reported and confirmed by multiple sources that Chief Sun requested the National Guard to be activated ahead of the January 6th joint session of Congress. The response from the SSA, SAA activating on your behalf was the optics of having National Guard on site were not good and intelligence didn't support the move. The request was not approved furthermore on January 6th in the middle of the ongoing attack of the Capitol. Chief Sun again notified the SAA of the request for approval to authorize National Guard. It took over an hour for the, his request to be approved because SAA had to run the request up the chain of command, which undoubtedly included you and your uh, designees. On January 7th, you held a press conference in which you stated in part that you were calling on Chief Sun to resign because he hadn't called, up, uh, called us since this happened. That claim is refuted by Chief Sun, who wrote a letter to you dated February 1st, 2021, detailed two occasions that he briefed you on the situation at the Capitol campus. And first occurrence at 5.36 p.m. and the second at 6.25 p.m., both on January 6th. While there was widespread support and in, in conduct and uh, independent security review of the campus, General Russell Honor was appointed solely by you without consultation with the mi uh, minority. To the general's credit, he was reached out to he has he has reached out to several Republicans to brief on his work to date. We are hopeful his review will result in beneficial recommendations that are not influenced by political motivations. However, it's easy to understand why we. And our Senate counterparts remain skeptical that uh, that any of his final recommendations will be independent without influence from you. In addition, we are very concerned by the obstruction and the inability to proceed and, and uh, uh, to procure and perceive information from the House officers when requested. Such information is necessary to product. Uh, uh, conduct oversight in the January 6th events. Preservations of production requests were sent to SAA and House Chief Administration Officer, among other legislative entities requesting such relevant information. Okay, I mean, let's see, last they are. Uh, I have a focus, fabricated international security concerns and taking critical resources away from the real threat, which is from outside the U.S. Capitol. Your decision to install magnet magnetometers around the House chamber is yet another example of the misdirection of misappropriation of House resources, which could be better used to protect members, staff, and uh, official visitors from real confirmed threats. Okay, so, I mean, there's a third page, but the third page isn't here right now. But, I mean, hey, I mean, I, I say this all the time. Let's hope something gets done. I mean, we, we're probably, it's probably going to be like another issue like remember how Benghazi went down I feel like we're going to run into a very similar issue when it comes to that now hopefully um her hypocrisy does get exposed and the, I mean it's already exposed it's it's it seems like what happened uh at the Capitol was kind of uh, not entirely I mean, it seems like there's more and more more and more evidence comes out it seems more and more likely that it was a complete and total, total setup. We're finding out that it may not have been Republicans inciting the violence. Where there's there's video evidence and proof of people who are not MAGA 
telling people to storm the Capitol. I mean, there's more and more evidence of that coming out. Um, and then now, now there's going to be more evidence of behind the scenes of someone like Pelosi knowing what was going on and purposely doing nothing. So Ted Cruz absolutely roasts Disney. The Babylon Bee tweeted out, Disney posts a job ad looking for a strong, fierce woman who are also obedient, submissive, and docile. Funny. Funny tweet. Funny tweet. It's a parody. And Ted Cruz goes, I wish this was a parody. You know, making the joke that, you know, a parody account is posting something that's a parody that looks, you know, that's, I, I, I'm, I have to explain the joke for a reason and you'll see why, but I don't think I got to explain it to you guys. And then, you know, Aaron Rapar, whatever, journalist for Vox, uh, Vox.com, he tweeted out, this is an unbelievable stealth own. And then the next slide has the Babylon B. Fake news you can trust. Ha <laughs> ha, you thought it was parody. It's not parody. It is parody. But you thought it was parody. Ha <laughs> ha, self own. Listen, Ted Cruz tweets this out all the time. The joke is that it's coming from a parody website and it's designed to sound ridiculous, but it is still within the basis of reality, making it, which makes it extremely believable and has actually a hint of truth to it. Obviously, they didn't post a job ad looking for strong, fierce women who were also obedient, submissive, and docile. No, they didn't post a job ad for that. The, the point is of this joke from the Babylon Bee is that they're only going to hire Strong, fierce women who are also obedient, submissive, and docile. They're not putting job ads out for it, but those are the only people they want to hire. As per the firing of Gina Carano, I mean, as an example. So, Yashi Ali, you know, this disgusting human being, uh, he's a New York Mag Huffington Post contributor. He tweets out saying, he knows it's a parody. He just thinks it's true to life, dot, dot, dot. But he's wrong about that. It's not. And then, you know, where I respond, instead of saying he's wrong, can you prove it? Because he's making a very good point considering a strong female was fired for a wrong thing. Now, it's funny how these people, like, how do you, like, did you not see, did you not report on what happened with Gina Carano? Saying, literally, Gina Carano was, literally, literally, the actor of Mandalorian made a Holocaust comparison. That was totally fine. Gina Carano made a lesser Holocaust comparison, just pretty much making a reference to cancel culture and how how it all started and how it all started and how history repeats itself. And she was fired and he wasn't. So do you not see a problem with that? One was, I guess, a left-wing comparison. One was a right-wing comparison. One was fired. One wasn't. One was a female. One was a male. If you're as dumb as Ali is in this post, then there is no hope for you to, to live a normal life of breaking through the matrix, okay? It's, it's a, he knows it's a parody. He just thinks it's true to life, but he's wrong about that. It's not. And, like, what, and, the, and the crazy part is 1,200 people liked that. 74,000 people liked Aaron's post saying that Ted Cruz just self-owned himself. How are there... 75,000 people who are this stupid to like this post thinking that Ted Cruz just self-owned himself. Left my ass of Rapar self-owns while claiming Ted Cruz self-owns. Very meta, which is, which is 100% true. These people self-own themselves by trying to say Ted Cruz self-owned himself. The irony. See, these people, they don't have any sense of humor. They lack any sense of humor. They lack any sense of understanding. And they especially hate it. 
Yeah, let's see. The guy Ali made a response to somebody. I'm curious to see what it says. Um, somebody said the saying is, "If only this was satire." He's making a joke on the on the dissection between parody and satire. He knows it's satire, not parody. Ivy League boy. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, he knows it's parody. It's it's not. It's satire. That's the joke. Oh my gosh, I just love people who recently learned the word satire. Okay, I don't really. All right, that's like a meaningless conversation. I was kind of hoping that there was a little bit more to it. But, you know, big brain, people. Big brain. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, locations on every single day. If you support my show, please become a patron. Patreon.com slash Joey Salads. Um, download the app, America Now News, in the App Store uh, right now. Uh, go listen to the full episode of the podcast, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Peace out.